Welcome to the Fit to Talk podcast. It is time, baby. We are both. <laughs> we are Stefan and Bobby, and we host this bizarre brain bamboozler of a podcast that you're currently listening to. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a brain bamboozler and so it exists because we want it to <laughs> no other reason just because we want it to <laughs> uh, but it, no it does exist for another reason <laughs> hopefully to prove to you that fitness doesn't have to be boring no indeed and if we'd thought about that we would have said fitness can be fun because it does have some alliteration fitness can be fun ah oh, this whole podcast has been a lie it's ruined everything's it's ruined. ruined everything well on that sad note let's play that funky music it's fit to talk hi thank you for bearing with us through that wonderful intro i what i really loved bobby is that you had the temptation to play a sound effect after that <laughs> i could see it i could see it in your eyes <laughs> i did look down because there are some new sound effects Indeed. that i have to play with well you're you're listening to this and we've got a fantastic new setup that for the first time you might be able to see you might i'm going to look directly down the barrel of the lens here we are look at us in all our glory Shh. it's very hot Shh. <laughs> uh, for those people not looking at us, that was a bizarre moment, and we're very, very sorry. Yeah, we uh, apologise. And on that note, ah, oh, didn't work. Oh, Bobby, oh, it didn't work. Oh, it's not loaded oh, yet. Didn't it work? He tried to press the sound effect. I was so excited, and that was I know it. why it didn't work. Here <laughs> oh we go. no! Here we Get go. ready for it. Oh, it's an air horn. Oh, honestly, we do have content for you today as well. This isn't, this isn't it. How are you, man? How are you? I'm, very, I'm very well. I'm very excited about this new setup we've got. It's very exciting. I can feel it. I yeah. can feel it from you. It's the, electric. The microphone that Bobby is currently using is very sexy. I have upgraded my microphone and... Um, I hope you like my voice. <laughs> uh, he just sounds it's like not that weird normally. at all. Um, but yeah, how's how's life? It's good, man. It's good. I t- oh, I tell you what. Like obviously, I got back from holiday the other day, and now I have just thrown myself into going back to classes. The last two days have been a riot on my body. I yeah. went straight back in. Back to I've been back at One Rebel. Yeah, this week. Um, went to went to the One Rebel that used to be Sweat It. Oh, I shed a tear, devastated, but it felt good to be back in what feels like my kind of like fitness home. Yeah. It felt really nice to be back. I felt, I felt sad that I felt very, very sad about kind of how it all ended with sweat it, but it was, it was nice to be back in that room and I was back with some of the old sweat it gang. So that was yeah. quite a nice moment. And then today I went to another one rebel class with uh, my boy, Zach Mills, Zach Mills fitness, the legend, I would say arguably the greatest group fitness trainer in london uh yeah he's superb so that was so fun. offended so offended <laughs> i haven't been to your um, class it's he hasn't been to my class, class. Oh, um, it's worth I feel saying bad. now it's worth <laughs> saying uh that sweat it was the gym that you used to work at in case people are new to listening to you sweat it is not just uh <laughs> don't sweat it it's a gym you used to work at and worked at and you were what was your title there i was senior trainer senior trainer, senior trainer. There. i've been there for a really long time i did i was there from the very first i taught the very first sweat it class so wow. i was there for the whole the whole time that it um existed. that it existed i loved it it was like i said it was my kind of fitness home and mm. the place that i was most comfortable teaching i loved it like i loved the clients i loved the staff i loved the other trainers like we had such a good time we had such a good product like i on it now i this is i'm a bit biased but i honestly don't think 
there's a better group fitness class than the classes we were doing at Sweat It. Mm, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's bold. It's a bold statement, but I do think we kind of set the standard. We set the bar for what you can achieve with a treadmill and a rig. Yes. Um, I so loved yeah. it. I, I actually yeah. loved it. Um, I, I do... Uh, now we should say that One Rebel is a fantastic gym, but it's One Rebel rapidly is, expanding. Is rapidly expanding, and is is taken over Sweater. It's also taken over Core Collective, where yeah. I was working. And I imagine it won't stop there. No. Basically, if Bobby starts working for you, <laughs> just be aware that you may well suddenly become part of the conglomerate <laughs> that is One Rebel. You're getting taken over, <laughs> subsumed into this entity. Yeah. Um, um, how was your class this morning? I know you taught this morning. Early I doors. did. That's a five a.m. start for me. That's a, a leave the house by half past. It's one of those. It's a, as as you know mm, when you do those classes. I know it well. Um, but joyous, actually. Uh, these are the classes at Sweat by BXR and Canary Wharf, where I teach both uh, its body conditioning and um, and boxing, of course. Yes. Uh, you'd never guess from the accent, would you, dear? <laughs> you do strike me as a boxer. Do you know what? I... I... I was with some family over the weekend. It was Maddie's um, grandparents' mm. anniversary, their wedding, golden wedding anniversary. 50 years they'd been together. And so this whole family came together and did this sort of um, garden party celebration for them. And she's got some young cousins. One of them is about 14 and she was doing an Instagram live. Nice. And I walked past in the background speaking to somebody and a comment came up saying, why is that party full of Tories? <laughs> <laughs> and at first I was like, that's hilarious. And then I was like, no, wait, that's offensive. I was like, uh, this podcast is not about politics in any way, shape or form, but it's no. safe to say that I'm not a Tory. And uh, it made me a bit sad. Now, that, that was up in Brig, in, in, mm. uh, as we've had this discussion with Dave Hearn's episode of the podcast. <laughs> it is just the North, but debatable. Yeah. Um, that, that idea that somebody might speak a certain way might tell you what their political leanings are. It is a strange thing, isn't it? It's, like, it's so odd. I'm from Cardiff. <laughs> I'm from Cardiff, for God's sake. <laughs> like, I know I don't sound like it. I don't sound like I'm from Cardiff, I, but I'm from Cardiff. Yeah, but I am from Cardiff, all right? <laughs> like, oh, oh. It's back, it's back. Oh, God. Oh, it's right? doing things to me. Would you still love me? <laughs> Do you still love me if I'm proper Cardiff? Oh, God, yeah, please, please, give me some it's more different. Cardiff. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't like that accent, then uh, screw you! <laughs> screw yes. I've got, uh, a, somebody asked me this on Instagram mm. earlier on today, and I want to ask you the same thing. Oh, go for it. Now, this was specifically based around Marvel, so listeners, if you don't like Marvel, don't worry, it's still something you'll enjoy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you had the superpowers of any Marvel superhero that's been oh. featured in the cinematic universe, let's not go with the madness of the comics that nobody knows no, about no, no, listening no, no. to this podcast. And if you're listening to this, basically all the normal superpowers you'd think of have been covered. Yeah. What would you choose? Now, this isn't for existing in that universe. It's for in our world. You'd be the only person with superpowers. Okay. Uh, I have some questions. Can I, can I ask questions? You, oh, fire away. Okay. So, do I get the personality trait of those powers? Uh, what? Give me an example. Uh, I can only give you the example of what if I was Venom. Yes, you would have a symbiote that that. <laughs> Does he talk like this? Yes, and it would appear. Eddie! <laughs> and you'd want it. Bobby. <laughs> okay, I want to be Venom, just so I can go, Bobby. And you would eat people. Perfect. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I you can't choose better. No. Um, also, you'd just be shot. Like the 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 government would shoot you. Yeah, but he pretty much survives all of the shots, doesn't he? That is true. But is that the life you want to lead? Uh, I mean, he looks badass on a motorcycle. I, I would look terrible on a. I'm terrified. You about, why, look like why do I want to be on a motorcycle? Wait, I don't look like Tom Hardy. You don't look like you're you, but you'd have the venom uh, symbiote. But I want to be Tom Hardy. Um, <laughs> I mean, surely the easy option is to go for somebody like Thor, who's a god. I feel like that's the easy option. How useful is that to you in your current life, though? I mean, he can do kind of anything he wants. He can fly. Yeah, but again, in our world, if you flew, they would just put anti-aircraft missiles chasing you everywhere. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be our answer to all of these. Um, you can't fly because okay. they'll shoot I want to be Spider-Man. Excellent choice, I think. I think Spider-Man's a good shout because he can kind of, he can essentially fly to a certain extent. If you uh, ever dropped anything, you'd catch it. Exactly. The reactions are sensational. Also, I, this is a side, I'm going off on a tangent. Did you know that Tobey Maguire, in that scene where he catches all the on stuff the tray. on the tray, that he did that legit. He did that. Yeah, I did know this. And if you're listening to this and you don't know what it is, then you have to watch this. He did like 72 takes, is that it right? a lot of takes, or, yeah. It, it might even be, might be 172. Might be more, yeah. It took like all afternoon and what is it? He like gets knocked by MJ as she walks past him in the, the cafeteria yeah. or it could be somebody else and then he catches like five things on the train, isn't it? Yeah, and then catches her as well. And then he's like, I no, I, I can do it. Yeah, it's amazing. And I then, love that he did that. And then you've got Tom Holland in these movies who literally does all of his own stunts. Yeah. If you're just stunts are wild. Like, ha. Ah. Uh, I did that one thing once. Fair enough. But also my back. <laughs> but I'm so old. But that is um, a niche reference to the fact he used to have back trouble. Sorry, oh, that is niche. Um, what would your superpower, who would you go for? I, I was really thinking about this earlier on, so I am mm. coming at this with a little more um, forethought yep. than you. And I went through those same things. I was like, maybe super strength, maybe thought, you know, maybe casting mm-hmm. lightning places, but really it's not that. <laughs> I, just, I want to cast some lightning. It's guys. not that helpful. <laughs> um, you know, and Wolverine's cool, even though that's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe, technically. But I mean, regenerating and uh, claws that come out of my hands, not really that useful. Um, so I think fair. there's two things. You know, if you could, what is it, Professor Xavier, who can uh, read people's thoughts mm-hmm. and actually control people's minds, you could get, if you were immoral, you could get a lot of things done. You could have <laughs> any job you wanted. You could get a lot of things done. You could. You'd just be very productive. Because Even if you're in like the supermarket, you could be like, pack my bags. Yeah, pack my bags for me. And he'd be like, take pick, this. Pick up that crate of Diet Coke. He'd be like, Excuse me, carry this home for me. It's really heavy. You can pay for my shopping. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to pay because you go, I've paid already. <laughs> I don't need to pay. <laughs> Basically, I want to be Darren Brown. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> pay with a blank piece of paper. That has got a lot of benefits. I feel like there's other... Who are there other... Are there other superheroes can do that? I don't know. I could go down a rabbit hole. Really. You could be invisibility is a popular one, isn't it? But that's just yeah, creepy. That is creepy. If you're the invisible man, you could, it's just and reading thoughts might not be that fun. Like you might not want to know what people think about you. No, no. I feel like I'm going to stick with Spider Man. Spider Man feels like the right choice for me. You've gone Spider Man. Yeah. I've gone full on Professor Xavier. Why not? Ooh, <laughs> ooh! I've thought of something. Now go. this. 
this is a game changer for people training in the gym. Oh, okay. He's gone on a right tangent. Yes. <laughs> this is completely different. Um, so you will have heard about, uh, if you're listening to this, you will have heard us speak pr- previously about something that every personal trainer gets taught, right? Which is yep. the sort of exercise pyramid, which is that, you know, the rep range of one to five reps and at an appropriate intensity works, let's say strength or power, et cetera, and so on up that thing up yep. until you get to muscular endurance, work capacity, and so on. Hypertrophy usually sitting between eight and 12 reps. Well, <laughs> well, you'll Ooh. never believe this. New, what? oh, he's oh. eyeing up a sound effect. <laughs> I am. He's eyeing up a sound effect. New research shows that that essentially isn't as important as they thought. What? <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know what that is. It's record scratch. Oh, it was uh, less satisfying than I wanted it to uh, be that. Okay. Um, there we go. Yes. So this new research shows mm. that you can get the same amount of hypertrophy working in every single rep range. Now you do need to slightly increase uh, your volume overall. So it's more efficient, right? but the level of hypertrophy gained, if that's done, is the same. Now this is absolutely mind blowing for anyone in the fitness industry. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it comes down, well, I mean, it's interesting that you say that the volume needs to be increased because in my head I go, if the volume, if the volume of the weight lifted is the same across all your reps and your sets, then it makes sense. that would make sense. It's interesting that you say that the volume needs to be increased. Yes, I'll send you the study. Um, mm. You can find it on Instagram if you're listening to this from um, Brett Contrias. I don't oh, I love Brett Contrias. Um, PhD. Le- um, he loves the glutes. We know he, he loves does. the glutes. He's the inventor of the barbell hip thrust. He I is believe. the, the inventor. Um, He's got his own machine. Isn't Ooh. it nuts that you can be the inventor of a movement? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing, is it? I once went to a talk with him. Did you? It was very exciting. So it was it, in it, Bath. But if, if you don't know who that is, and that, that would be completely understandable, very, very well respected. Um, very well respected figure yeah. uh, and intelligent person and really respected research that uh, is conducted mm. um, with a large study group so it, it's quite important we need to see how that changes but this will affect what personal trainers get taught uh, as soon as this uh, gets implemented I believe so it, it's something to delve into a little bit you say that I wonder if it will like I, I fully believe the research and I fully believe everything that Brett has kind of explored, but I feel like <laughs> this is going down a different, different sideline. I feel like all the personal training courses are so far behind with so much. I mean, this is my experience of when I trained, they're so far behind with the theory and the practical application of that theory when it comes to teaching us, like I, mm. I remember going through like the nutrition side and being like, wow, this is dated. This, the knowledge you're serving us is very, very dated. Like I'd already done enough research to know that a lot of what they were saying was untrue, but then you have to then write that in the exam to obviously pass, yeah. to pass, you have to write what they want the answer to be. So I've, I, I do wonder whether that will actually translate yeah, it does depend on the quality of the mm. course you're getting and how up to date those those people are. Are they yeah. just cashing in money on a course they wrote six years ago, seven years ago? In which case, it's just not true. You know, they're discovering new things all the time yeah. and backing up that research. So it's you really do need to you know get your information from somewhere up to date. But also, if you're considering hiring a personal trainer, then make sure it's somebody who 
themselves stays up to date, you yeah. know, and and does that uh, that research to go, hey, this new things uh, come out. As long as it's verified, it's worth exploring. We're not going to drop everything you're doing and change if something if it's working. Uh, that's an important thing to note. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, there is still great value in those different rep ranges, and uh, I'll certainly keep using them. And that's not what the study says. But uh, it's just interesting that hypertrophy, which is a fancy term for muscle growth, can be the same in all of those rep ranges. It's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, Craziness. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Like the actual. Like it's a great piece of knowledge. It's a great piece of. It's a great tool to have to know that that is the case, or that is what current research is suggesting. But whether that actually translate to the way we work with people or the way that we work on ourselves i think you're right like i am more likely to stick with those rep ranges me too by and large but with the knowledge yeah of that and you've seen the progress come from that in those in the the realms and spectrums that we're talking about yeah uh, let's be clear if, if power being the hardest thing for your body to create right which is how quickly you can move a, a heavy weight or heavy object let's say a power movement would be what, what a box jump would be a power movement alongside, power movement. Uh, alongside you know you could do anything at that a really heavy deadlift can be done for power in which you're trying to pick it up quickly the yeah. speed of that movement it might be very, very heavy but um that's what you're trying to do and then strength is quite straightforward what's the heaviest you can possibly yeah. <laughs> me right now not a lot <laughs> oh no no not me not me um but yes, enough of the really technical stuff. That was a lovely little technical detour. I enjoyed it. Uh, now back to some nonsense. I was, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today um, and they had this question and I love this question and I want to just pose, pose, posit this question to you. Um, how much would you have to be paid to live on a super yacht for a year? You are not allowed off the yacht. The yacht does not dock. You have to live on that super yacht for a year. How much? Am I allowed questions? You can ask me questions. Whether I can answer them or not is another matter. Um, is anyone else allowed on the yacht with me? You may have visitors. Visitors? They can't stay more than, for the sake of this discussion, we'll say they can't stay more than three hours. Three hours? Oh, okay. And is there, so I have to cook my own food, look after the yacht just like it's my own. Right. Yeah, you are running that yacht. Okay. Uh, how does food work? Do they bring food when food they Food is delivered to you. Food is delivered to me. So it's like I'm in, in uncooked form. I'm it's, basically in quarantine <clears throat> Yeah, with no real internet. Yeah, do I have internet? You have shitty dial-up. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's a sound effect we need. <laughs> oh, my God, I want that sound effect. And why was that like this, the horn? <laughs> Like the drop in those <laughs> terrible songs. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically enough to send an email once a day. Yeah, you could send an email. You could slowly look at a picture on Instagram. Do I have books, access to books and reading or writing implements? Yes. Both. You can, you can take on... Stuff. Stuff. Okay. Uh, still uh, quite high for me because I get quite motion sick. Oh, okay. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a fun ride for me, even on a super yacht. Mm -hmm. I would, uh, it, I imagine that my body would uh, acclimatize. Is that the right thing? Yeah, um, surely. Acclimate. Who knows what Ooh, word's acclimate. correct? Here. I love it. It sounds nice. I don't know if it's Ooh. a word um, that I would get used to that, but it would be a very rough beginning period. I think quite a lot of money. Um, I'd be leaving my life behind. Am I being 
So I'm, I'm just going to get this tax-free in my account, or do I need to factor in tax? No, you can, there's no tax. It's like You're winning, in international waters, there's no like tax. Winning the shittest lottery there is. Um, now, how plush is this super yacht? It's plush. Oh, it's real plush. It's, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a super yacht. Okay. So there may be like a cinema room on it. Yes. And there may be, I was going to say a pool. How pointless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a hot tub. There's a, there's a, hot, a, tub. Hot, there's a hot tub. That, that price is going down. Uh, okay, I, well, I'm going to add something to the cinema room. Okay. <laughs> the cinema room only plays Betamax. I don't For know. Any, uh, I don't do know, you know what that is. Oh my God. Oh, so old. What is that? <sighs> so back in the day um, <laughs> when videotapes were a thing. And they just invented the wheel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> back when I was born, they invented the wheel. Uh, no, back when um, back when video t- tapes first came out, um, there was a fight between VHS, which is what it ended up being, and Betamax, which was um, kind of essentially pushed by Sony. Right. So Sony pushed Betamax, and VHS was pushed by someone else. other companies. I think Panasonic pushed um, VHS. I might be making that up. Um, and yeah, essentially the people decided and they decided VHS. And actually they were wrong because Betamax was a better quality of tape, but it just is the way it was. And this is the same, the same happened again, like further down the line with Blu-ray and HD DVD. It was the same kind of situation. Yeah. I remember that with those two. I'd heard the word Betamax before, but I never really knew what it was. Um, so I can only allow VHS. I'm kind of okay with that. Well, look, it's a year of my life, so it's obviously yep. going to need to be a year's wage. So as a performer, a year's wage is about six grand. <laughs> um, so we're stuck, Before tax. We're stuck, yeah, pre-tax, pre-agents commission, and we're, yep. you're realistically losing about 35% of that. So <laughs> Making a <laughs> <the> sweet coin. <laughs> so quick maths, that's about 1,000. off that. So £4,900 is the starting fee. Um, wow, that's... Very, very low. <laughs> that's low. And just because uh, I want more money... <laughs> we'll jump Don't to we a million. All? No, um... Well, you know, it would it would suck. I wouldn't be able to speak to my family or friends. So mm-hmm. let's go at a cool, cool hundred grand. And I know often people put these numbers at preposterously high, but realistically, if somebody said, here's a hundred thousand pounds tax-free to endure this, I think <laughs> you know, you might want to quit halfway through, but once you once you're in, you're in. Yeah, because yeah, because if you go home even a day early, yeah, you lose it all. You lose it all. Yeah, you wouldn't quit. No, you're not gonna quit. Like once you're in, you're in. I feel like you've gone low. Yeah, it would I, suck. I feel like you've gone super low. But this is what I feel like people always in these things, they're like, how much money to lick that toilet seat? And they're like, four million pounds. I'm like... Oh no, 10 pounds. You're like, literally... <laughs> that, that's it. But you know, you're like, realistically, if you were stood in that situation, somebody had a briefcase of money. This is going back to Squid Game, really, isn't it? Like, uh, a briefcase of money. And they said, yeah. oh, here's 10,000 pounds right now to lick that toilet seat. You're like... Yes. And then people are like, oh, I would do it for £10,000. They're like, well, if you would do it for £10,000, would you do it for £9,990? Yes. Well, in that case, you might do it for £9,000. And so on and so on and so on. So I'm trying my best to be uh, not greedy and go, what's the minimum amount I would do it for? How much would I want? £40 million. Of course. I don't think I'd do it for hundred grand. Fair. I'm going to stick my marker down at... 220 grand. 
220. And uh, I would ask you why you've chosen that number, but I think it was random. Um, what, what makes I started you say off that? at 250 and then I went, okay, then following the principle that you laid out of going, yeah. would I do it for 24,990? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay, now how low am I actually going to go? 220. With these things, you have to go, okay, this is a huge chunk of my life. How much money is going to make an actual discernible difference to my life that would make it worthwhile? And realistically, 220 grand, you could buy a second house flat out somewhere, you know, rent that out. And for the rest of your life, you'd live comfortably. If you're listening to this, by the way, we really want to know the answer to this. One question, um, which superpower would you have from the Marvel superheroes? And also, how much for you to live in these circumstances that Bobby's mentioned on a super yacht? Because we do have one. And yeah. one lucky winner. <laughs> it's like those t- those adverts for um, those t- those houses you can win. The, oh, yeah. What it's called. You buy like a raffle ticket yeah. type thing. Oh, like, and each raffle ticket's like 50 quid. Yeah, and there was like one in Wimbledon. There's the one they're doing at the moment is like on the beach. It's like a seafront thing, and yeah. then you get a Porsche Taycan or something in there as well. Not that you have looked at it. <laughs> the, the one in Wimbledon, I did actually look at the um, oh, I at how much they were. I nearly did it. it uh, yeah, same. I was looking at it for ages, and I was like, no, should have gone in. I did buy a Euro Millions. I bought four Euro Millions tickets uh, on Monday because the jackpot was 167 or 9 million pounds. Casual. 167 or 9 million pounds. At that point, you could then be the person positing these questions. Of, Do you want to get on my super yacht? Yeah. I'll give you 100 grand. You've become the guy in Squid Game. Yeah. But at that point, though, I was trying to work out what you do with that money. And, let, you know, there's that old rule you go, you're not allowed to give it to charity and, um, you know, say you're not allowed to buy things for other people. It's almost impossible to spend it. I beg to differ. I could spend that. Hit me with it. I could. I would buy significant numbers of houses. You would need to buy like a hundred and sixty-seven million pound homes. So, uh, so <laughs> I once did a job with a bunch of pretty much all the Euro Millions winners. Oh wow! Um, from the UK, was it Euro Millions or National Lottery? I can't remember. It was one of them. Um, and one of the people there, yeah, one of the people there had burnt through all of their winnings and then won the lottery again. Wow. They'd won it twice. And they burnt through it all the first time. At least they had burnt through it all the second time. No, I didn't actually get that far to ask them the question. Yeah, you still got any left because... Uh... <laughs> How have you done that? But they, like a lot of them do burn through that cash. Yeah. Well, I read about this uh, the other day, actually. It's quite interesting because... You know, the amount of money you earn is based on uh, the sort of setup you have in your life, which is, you know, the way you earn money and your mm. mindset around money, how you behave around it, how you spend it and its value to you. So it's quite likely that if you give somebody who um, doesn't know how to handle money, you know, people who are grow up with wealth are taught how to handle that money and how to use it wisely and how to invest it. Whereas I definitely didn't have that growing mm. up. I didn't have that ability. I didn't know what you know, my family were, I'm not afraid to say, terrified of things like the stock market and and any kind of financial Mm. investment. And now I know that you should probably try and invest a third of your income into, you know, some kind of um, thing, a third into savings, a third into stocks and bonds, and then a third for your life if you're lucky enough to earn enough money. And so, you know, that's one aspect that you, you just can't really pay for. So when you win the lottery, but don't have any discipline around money, Mm -hmm. you will just spend it. Whereas if you have some discipline around it, you'd be able to go, 
okay, well, how can I ensure that this money will last me and my family and the people I love forever? Yeah. And with a few sensible things, you know, when you're looking at 167 million pounds, you go, really, you need to buy five, six amazing properties that are in really high yield rental areas. God, this has got really specific on that. We're talking about yield. High yield (laughs) uh, rental areas. And then, you know, you could live off that. Then you could just Mm. donate money to charity and live off the, the profit of your rental income, pay, yeah. pay a property manager out of that amount that you get to get that stuff done. That frees you up to do charity work or whatever you please <laughs> perhaps put on the odd show here and there. Yeah, please employ us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. If you have won the lottery, now I'm going to look straight down the camera lens okay. for this. If you have won the lottery, Bobby and I are available for both events, workshops, shows, and perhaps anything you can come up with for the right price. Always. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Into Bobby's DMs, as always. Okay. Slide on in. Yeah. <laughs> Deeply concerning uh, for those of you. No, we are recording. We're filming this oh, we for are. the very first yeah, time. We should probably explain that. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to do anything for money. He is willing to do anything for money. And uh, we should end this here because I want to find out. <laughs> I brought some. I brought some fifties with me. Oh, he's still he's still pressing these buttons. I'm pressing Let so me many buttons. Let me tell you. Right, very soon, Bobby. You are about to do four weeks as the Pharaoh and Joseph. I am four Hit. solid weeks. Where are you going to be? I am in Woking, yeah. and then I'm in Dublin for three weeks in Dublin. Three right? weeks in Dublin, which I'm very excited about, and I'm very excited that you're coming out to visit me. I'm coming for a business trip. Business trip. That's right. So the podcast doesn't end. Uh, we have some very exciting things in the works. And we need some time to do the work. Uh, so I'm actually going to be flying out to Ireland to both see the show and so that we can put our heads down and do a fair few days of solid yeah. solid work. We'll tell you about we it when will. it's happening. Oh, it's been so cryptic today. We've had high yield. We've had superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> We've had rep ranges. I, I can't get past high yield. I don't even know if I used it right. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> God, who, who knows in this podcast? Sometimes you just yeah, say random shit. Um, well... I guess we should end it there. I think so. I think that's probably the right point. I can't take any more yield. <laughs> I yield. The, the yield. Oh. I yield there. Oh, oh he's looking for sound effects. He doesn't know what this one is. Is that a bird chime? A bird chime? It's crickets. That's not a chime. Birds don't chime. No. They chirp. <laughs> they do. It's it, cricket. That was crickets. That was crickets. It, mm, hey, mm. hey, don't judge my mm. sound effects. Hey, if you're going to play them, I'm going to judge them. <laughs> I need to work on some new ones. Uh, oh, we, we do need to record some so that it's you like saying stuff like, that was shit. Me going, bada bada bye, answer, So uh, it, if that doesn't sound like something you'd enjoy, um, <laughs> thank you for listening to your final episode of <laughs> <laughs> to Talk. Well, on that note, thank you so much to everyone for actually listening to this weird yes. Round the Houses Ooh. episode of Fit to Talk. If you managed to enjoy this, then you're welcome. You're welcome. Please subscribe for future episodes. And share us, body, mind, soul with the people you love however you wish (laughs) social media anything like that just share away get a tattoo of bobby's face in a really exposed part of your body you know you wouldn't be the first person whatever don't tell them (laughs) (laughs) you can find more information on our instagram at fit to underscore talk and as always if you've got any questions that you want answered you know what to do slip slide into the dms i'll be there going answer
I'm really thrilled. And during that, you did tense your pet. I did. Which, I tensed my entire body. Considering I got such shit for that from both you and Beans when she was on. Hey, <laughs> that was part, I was creating a sound. Thanks again for listening. And if you like what you've heard, this has been Fit to Talk with me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out. Peace out.